my name is Isha. And my name is Maddie. And you're listening to Media Addict. So Maddie, you're a fan of hip-hop and rap music, correct? That is correct. Rap music is usually what I listen to. I know you're also a fan of this type of music, so who currently is your favorite musician? My current favorite rap artist is tied between Bobby Shmurda or ASAP Rocky. What about you? As of right now, my number one rapper has to be Nav. Ah, a woman of taste, I see. (laughs) Speaking on the topic of Mr. Shmurda, have you heard about what's going on with him? Yes, I have. Bobby Shmurda was officially released from federal prison last week as he was incarcerated for seven years. His incarceration was brought to light after his hit single, Hot Boy, was released. Bobby was locked up for involvement surrounding the famous New York gang, GS9. Wow, seven years? That's a long time to be in prison. What do you think led him there? Well, Maddie, the lyrics that Bobby used in his hit single actually led him to become locked up. The lyrics were not used as evidence. However, they did play a role in him being arrested. So the main question of today is, do you think rappers should be convicted based on the lyrics they put in their music? Personally, I think that their music tells a story. But that doesn't always mean that it is true or something that they have experienced. I think that rappers should censor their music, but also be able to express themselves through their lyrics. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. Music is a powerful thing we see in society today. We hear and see many people, regardless of the music genre, tell their real life stories through implied lyrics. However, I do believe that there is a lot of fluff in these lyrics that isn't necessarily true or real to their lives. Exactly. So what part of these songs do you think is the most hurtful or incarcerating part? For me, I would say the hook of the song can be the most important, but also the most hurtful part of the song. This is because the hook is the part that makes us sing and remember the song. If there is a catchy hook involving dangerous lyrics, such as harming someone or something along those lines, we are more likely to remember the song and repeat the lyrics without us even realizing. So just for viewers to get an idea of what some of these examples of these lyrics would look like, we've taken snippets from some widely popular songs that might convict someone of what they've done. First and foremost, let's take a look at Bobby's lyrics in his song, Hot Boy. If we examine these lyrics, there is some truth hidden underneath them. The lyrics Jaja taught me, flip them packs, and how to maintain is most likely hinting at the fact that Bobby is selling drugs on the streets. The courts could use this as evidence because this action and quote-unquote side job of his is illegal. Yeah, and it's extremely evident that there was some truth in the lyrics because no one would just randomly sing or rap about that in their music. Another famous rapper named T Grizzly does the same exact thing in his music. Get 
tell the feds I need a challenge. My first offer was 30 years, not a day low. Told the prosecutor, holler at me when she saw, bro. Parole, I'm a fella. You think I ain't got that blow in you? You right, bro. Take his whole head off his soul. You hear me? Hit the rollie, start with the rollie on. Who was our getaway car, Jag portfolio? You hear me? Hey, I heard I had some sneak dishes. Whoever feeling hot, that AR got a heat sensor. As we hear this, we can see T. Grizzly mentioning how his first offer from the courthouse was for 30 years, which is a very long time to be locked up for. To continue, we hear Mr. Grizzly mentioning him, quote-unquote, hitting the rolly store and leaving the scene in his, quote-unquote, getaway car, which was a Jaguar. These lyrics clearly state that T. Grizzly was robbing the infamous brand Rolex and confesses to leaving the crime scene in a Jaguar. So before we continue, I think it's important that we take a look at the history of rap music. So Maddie, would you like to give us a brief walkthrough of the history? Definitely. Hip-hop and rap music began in the 1970s, when DJs would have MCs talk and make jokes over funky beats. Later it progressed to MCs talking and rhyming on these same exact beats. MCs were then considered rappers, as we call them now. Now Isha, my question for you is, do you believe cultural upbringings have an impact on the word choice rappers use in their music? Oh yeah, I totally think so. Unfortunately, for many underprivileged minority groups, there is a large correlation with them being associated with poorly developed housing areas and living conditions, and then having them be involved in gangs, drugs, and violence, and all these things we hear about in their music. As we saw in the examples earlier, we see these stories being presented through their lyrics, you know? And sadly enough, many don't have the privilege to talk about other things than growing up with real-life struggles that they've faced from a very young age. For example, let's take a look at famous rapper ASAP Rocky. Mr. Rocky grew up in Harlem, New York, and from a very young age, he was constantly moving around the area of Harlem and Manhattan. He even lived in a shelter with his mother in order to survive. However, at the age of 12, ASAP's father was sent to jail for drug possessions, and at age 13, his brother was killed near his apartment. Due to the death of his brother, he started to take rapping much more seriously, all while he was dealing drugs such as crack and cannabis in order to provide for his mother and sister. Oh, wow. Yeah, I see why cultural upbringings can have an impact on the word choice rappers use in their music. In my opinion, it's pretty evident that he wanted to share his struggles in his music. Therefore, we will be interviewing Shani Amin on her thoughts about this topic today. So Shani, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, so I'm Shani Amin. I'm a sophomore at the University of Connecticut. I'm currently on a pre-law track, and I am... Uh, planning on attending a uh, law school following my undergraduate studies and going on to be a lawyer. So Shani, how can using lyrics impact a rapper in court? Um, I think that personally, I feel as though uh, lyrics cannot impact a rapper in court um, in a legal aspect only because um, music can be identified as freedom of speech and it has uh, so 
currently in the United States, the way that it works is based on how law, uh, legal court systems at the state, uh, local, state, and federal um, level, based on how they rule on like certain court cases, that's like the president that other uh, court cases have to follow along. So there was a Supreme Court case recently, um, or not recently, but uh, like a while ago, called Alonis versus the United States. And in this, the Supreme Court ruled that freedom of speech in forms of like media, such as um, Facebook posts, social media posts, uh, music, clothing, anything like that, can only be used in prosecution aspects if there is an imminent threat being presented. So if a rapper was saying, like, for instance, that he was, if he was name dropping someone and saying that he was going to shoot them, then that would be something that could be used in the court of law, but it wouldn't hold a lot of credibility. But if it's just a general statement, like my cousin did this, or I did that, it it wouldn't hold a lot of precedent, it wouldn't get far in the court case, and most likely the judge wouldn't administer it as evidence. Yeah, that makes sense. So based on your response, how many years do you think a rapper could face in jail based off of these lyrical accusations? Based on these allegations, if a prosecutor were to administer this as evidence um, and have this be the like the legal standing for their platform or their case, I think that depending on the severity of the crime that is being looked into uh, from these lyrics, I think that it could honestly vary because if they're talking about something as like tax fraud and someone decides to look into it and see if this is actually true, um, you know, that can be just a fine or it can be a year in court it really does depend on the severity of um the the law that has been broken i think the biggest aspect though is in order for them to sentence the rapper um and to look into their like uh look into their like background or whatever they would need to have a warrant from the judge and to have a warrant from the judge they would need to be witness to a direct like um like form of like imminent threat or something along those lines so it varies okay yes that makes sense and do you think lyrics should count as a credible source um in court again i think to some extent i definitely do think that if there is um more evidence telling a whole story that a rapper's lyrics can definitely play a part um in uncovering the whole truth but i don't think that it would be a credible source if the lyrics themselves are what the allegations are being formulated off of perfect and last but not least personally do you believe that lyrics should be used as a valid piece of evidence in the courtroom personally i definitely think so um even though the law is completely like not a um, not in favor of a situation like that. I definitely do think that music and like lyrics is like a form of expression, like freedom of expression, right? And I do think that expression comes from personal experiences. So if someone is being super open about murdering someone or having witnessed a murder, you'd be crazy not to look into it because at the end of the day, that could uncover a whole thing that you may not have even realized. Something has to be the indicator, right? Perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you so much, Johnny. We wish you the best of luck in your future law endeavors.
Thank you for having me on your show, guys. So, Isha, what are your final thoughts? Well, Maddie, I think the main thing we should take away from this whole discussion is that we should all be more considerate about the lyrics we might be listening to every day. There are definitely lyrics that we might be singing along to without even realizing the deeper meaning of them. Yes, I totally agree with you, Isha. I think that rappers need to find a way to incorporate these stories they tell, but also find ways to not incarcerate themselves. I think the industry can do better as a whole, and all I hope is to see improvement from here on out. Well, there you have it, folks. We hope you enjoyed this brief discussion on rappers in society, and we hope you learned a few things today. Thanks for listening to Media Addict.